Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Now with five minutes less show. Working on it. Can't do those 40, 45-minute shows anymore. They just get sloppy. That's the problem. Kim just rambles on and on and on about fucking knitting and shit. And nobody wants to hear that. Uh, Shut we're, we're, up. We're Why do you single out my stuff? Because I, I had to go. edit that show this week. And I was like, I can't believe I let this go on. I got to give it to you guys every once in a while. I got to let the ladies have their show. Right? Well, thanks. Appreciate it. Kim, you realize it was 20 minutes of sandwich bags and fucking hair brats, right? because you kept interrupting. <sighs> if you would just shut up and let me speak, then we'd be... If I had, sh- if, okay, if I had shut up and let you speak, I'd have died. I would have Whatever. This episode, Get from boredom. Yes. I would have been like, I can't believe I'm still hearing this. And then the sound of it would have shot through my brain and killed me. This episode number 613, Child's Play. There's a lot of that. Unfortunately. I'm, can I just say that I think I've been a father long enough? You don't get off the hook just because you think you're done. Got a ways to go. Yet. Oh, I don't think I'm done. I know I'm done. <laughs> I'm uh, s- no. <laughs> Try again. I'm fucking spent. I can't, do- years. I can't do it anymore. I can't yeah, the do end it. is near. It's not near enough. It's still fucking it's eight years It's closer than off. it was. Eight years is too many. I know, but it's, it's too better many. than... And at least know, five of those 30. are going to be with the problem children. That's the issue that I have. Well, I can't fucking do it anymore. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. Aw, they can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. I really can't. I mean, I love you and all, but not what crawled out of your vagina. Email. Cut it out. show at gmail.com. They're reaching the age where it's just a nonstop bitch festival. The nature of the beast. It's. I don't like the beast anymore. You don't have to like it. You have to tolerate it long enough for them to survive I, it. I don't even have to tolerate it. I just have to pay for it. I don't even have to be here to do that part. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor and soon freeing me. Cut me. it out. <laughs> what? You can't leave me here with them. Here's, here's the thing. You're equipped to deal with this, and I am not. In my family, the kind of behavior that we're experiencing right now, like if I was one of their brothers, right, and I was, you know, say I was thing one's age, and thing two and thing three were acting the way they're acting now. Mm-hmm. You, how many seconds would pass before a righteous ass beating would be delivered and the problem would be solved? Is that what you want them to do? I you don't beat each other I, to a bloody pulp. I honestly don't care anymore. I honestly don't care anymore. No, I don't. I want it to stop by any means necessary. Any I means just need necessary. a loudspeaker to save my voice because <sighs> no, I don't. about lost it last Holy night. Holy fuck! You're the loudest yeller in the world. <laughs> no, I got practice at it. So the other day. We were hideously late to the show because you decided you were going to give in to Thing One's every demand. Thing Three's. Thing Three, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. And she had a birthday party to go to. Right. Now, you you were 100% sure this was going to be a bing, bing, pew. We'd be in and out, right? Well, yeah, because it's an event that's organized by mm-hmm. the place that hosts mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So they're usually mm-hmm. pretty practiced at it, and it's, like, mm-hmm. streamlined. Mm-hmm. Was it this time? No. Mm-mm. Suck balls, it it wasn't it? their fault. It was because they kept accommodating late goers. Okay, it was their fault because here's what happened. They went door to door inviting everybody in the fucking neighborhood as near as I can tell. Okay, they invited every child within a 10 mile radius. Okay. And we got there late, which I fucking never heard the thing through. It's like, oh my God, we're going to be late. 
It's three minutes after seven. What are you doing, Timmy? You're killing me. So we get there and uh, they go, oh, yeah, they're they're in such and such room. Just head on over. And we headed on over mm-hmm. and fucking nobody's there. Well, they had they had reserved two rooms because I had talked to the mom on right. the phone. Oh, and yeah. There were going to be so many people there. They wouldn't be able be... to fill it into two rooms. Right. right. And I assumed that given who they are, that just their family would have filled up five or six rooms. So it was a pretty good bet. That we no, be... she told me that there wasn't going to be a lot of their okay. family members because they're not from around here. Okay. All right. They have 16 kids and they're the same age that we are. So let's not pretend like they don't have a giant family. So we get there and uh, nobody's there. We're literally alone in the room. There's a big bunch of fucking confusion because you don't want them to pay for our pizza. Right. Because thing three was invited. We were not. We just didn't decided to go along just to be out. But I didn't think it was their responsibility. I think that's rude. But you don't invite one kid and then have three extra people. But that's she kept rude. saying it's it's okay. It really is okay. I know, but that was the polite thing for her to say. I, but she was beyond being polite, and she was getting mad at you for because you refused. You're like, no, I will pay for my own pizza. Leave me alone. I just wanted her to know that there was no way I was going to put her in the position of assuming financial right. responsibility okay. for us inviting ourselves along. Now, at the end of the day, kind of should just let them pay, right? <laughs> Probably because they had to pay a flat fee. <laughs> Just to have the room to begin with. Right. And the fact that there was nobody in it. By this thing started at seven o'clock. By eight o'clock, ten people in that room. Mm-hmm. Five of them, or four of them, were us. Were us. Mm-hmm. Most uncomfortable party I've ever been to. I don't know these people at all. I I mm-hmm. literally have never seen them before in my life. Not I know a single school, time. So I've talked to her plenty. A lot of times when I go to the awards assemblies or the, the class parties or whatever, right. the girls have always been in class together. And uh, I would always sit next to her and chat. So, I mean, to me, it wasn't that awkward because I did know her. But I felt bad for the little girl. I, it was It was awful. It was awful. And I don't, I don't, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me it's at all. It's a summer party. That's the problem. People are out and about. And in fact, I mean, you kind of glossed over it a little bit in the beginning, but they literally knocked on our front door to invite us because they did not right. have our phone number. <laughs> and I don't know how many other people they knew where they lived. I, they invited a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. A lot of people. The dad was telling me they invited 40 or 50 fucking people. They invited a lot of people. Yeah, well, and the mom did tell me that a lot of people called last minute. To cancel. It's just dumb. It's a free fucking meal. I I just felt really bad for the little girl. So, you know, they they ate, which took four freaking ever. Because the place (sighs) technically closes at nine. Right. But they don't throw anybody out, right? Right. You have to stay till ten. Yeah. When they have parties and they let people stay until ten, which is fine. But they didn't even give the kids their game cards until 845. The problem was... This thing's supposed to start at seven o'clock. People keep looking in the room and there's fucking nobody here. So they kept waiting and waiting and waiting to do the cake. So there were people getting their fucking food. I mean, we, like, we got there a little after seven. We were done eating by 730 and I spent the rest of the night trying to figure out how to make some kind of conversational gambit with these people I have never fucking seen before in my life. And when you ask them questions, you go, uh, so uh, is your daughter going to be in band? No. 
Yeah. Not, not no, but she's gonna just, no. You gotta fucking work with me a little bit, assholes. And then the mom has a really heavy accent, so sometimes it's hard to understand her. Sometimes. <laughs> I was Sometimes it's hard best. to understand her. Every time she opens her fucking mouth, I needed a translator. Like, what? And, I, I, and she talks super fucking quiet. I'm sitting right next to her, and she's like this. It was sad. I felt really bad. But, okay, I talked thing three into giving the birthday girl all of her tickets that she got so that she could at least be the one to stand in the ridiculously long line for the cheesy prizes at the end. And then we could just, like, skate out of there. It was like ulterior motives, but the little girl enjoyed getting the extra. And, of course, we brought a gift, so she at least had something on the gift table. Yeah. But they had goodie bags for the peop- the kids that attended. I felt I mean, bad, they man. Out so much her, yeah, her mom and dad spent way too much fucking money. Way and the place made out of like a bandit because half of us paid for our food twice. I know. Oh my god, it was Poor the worst. Things. So finally, yeah, you're there's like an hour left. I'm looking at the clock going. I thought we were gonna do a fucking show for 45 minutes from now. Yeah. Nope, not doing a show anytime soon. Well, I didn't want the little girl to be all by herself playing the game. So thing three was hanging right. out with her. They were riding right little cheesy rides and playing games. And but before they were playing games, we got to go through this episode. I got two kids. They each have $15 worth of fucking games they can play, right? <laughs> yeah. And I said, go play fucking games. And they stood there and stared at me like I'd grown a third head. Well, yeah, they walked around and they're like, Ugh. yeah, play a fucking game. What about that one? No. What about that one? No. Then just let's go fucking home. I don't want to stand I here know. all day and try to convince you to play a goddamn game. I hate that. It is it is the worst. Where was it that they told in the, we have to start making them we have to do decision making exercises with them. Because the other night when we took them for fucking ice cream. Oh my god. I took them to Marble so Slab, right? Mm-hmm. You and I get the same thing every time we go. And they get the same thing 90% of the time that we go, right? Almost Pretty never much. fucking changes. Mm-hmm. So we get there and I said, what do you want? And they stared at the plethora of choices and they stared at me and their heads exploded and then they died. (laughs) And then what did they order? Pretty much the same thing we had. The same thing that we had. I was like, oh, you fucking assholes. Yep. (laughs) I know. Okay. So I know it's how to order off a menu. We got to work on that. It's just how to make choices when it comes time for gameplay and uh, step climbing 101. Yes. Step climbing. Right. So they finally get to where they're playing games. You and I are walking around. And I have to say this. We saw there's a game called Flaming Finger. And it's supposed it's a total to be a ripoff. What? It's a total ripoff. Of what? Of your money? Well, yeah. I almost won like a thousand times. That's the key. <laughs> where you trace this little glowing line with your finger through a maze and then you get a fabulous prize or you don't. Let me give uh-huh. you let me give you a tip. It's a cliffhanger. But it will, the time will always end just before you get out of the maze. Just enough to make you think <laughs> you're going to do it, and then you don't. Yeah, you're not that good. Sorry. But, yeah. but the cabinet of the game is shaped kind of like a, uh, a flame, right? Right. Okay. A little curvy. Mm-hmm. It's got different colored panels on it or whatever. But we were sitting there waiting for the girls to finish games because I was fucking over this party at about 730. Right. And now it's 930, and I'm ready to fucking go home. We looked at the side of it. What do these machines look like? Well, they have two of them. They have well, actually three of them pushed right. like into a triangle, whatever. So the mm-hmm. sides of these machines butt up against each other. And yeah, 
It looks like female parts. Looks like a vagina. That's the closest I've been to a v- vagina in a month. It was very exciting. <laughs> it was red hot. Yeah. It's like, really? Every, it's everywhere. Now, you finally agree with me that vaginas are everywhere, right? I do You thought agree. it was just in my fucking head. I pointed out several to you. You're like, well, I guess you're right. I know. Now I'm going to start seeing them everywhere. Now do you understand why I get so pent up and frustrated? Whatever. I see them every, all like day, every fucking messaging. day. Yeah, it's directly to you. It's to every man in the world. And then we go home and you're like, get away from me. Even this looks like it. Everything geo. does. Well, I told you that. You got to get a hot pink geode. Of course, it looks like I a know. fucking vagina. They dyed it to it's look like. It's all inside. Surprised they didn't carve a clit in it. Oh, quit. Oh, act, act surprised. I have a new light. I'm so excited. It's so hot in Texas now. It was like 107 today. It's so hot that we that <laughs> no one turns on the lights. No, I was working all day in the dark. <laughs> like, look, that half a degree that the light is going to raise the temperature too in this room. Too much. Too much. Lights are off. Well, my this little desk light that I use to do the news, it's like a sun lamp. Well, that light is stupid. It's a little incandescent lamp, and it gets ridiculously hot. So now you got a little LED tap light thingy, right? It's great. Which has no heat at all, does it? It doesn't. Now I just got to remember not to touch it when I don't want it to turn off. Look, this, okay. <laughs> This light has... I, I must have turned it on and off about a hundred times. <laughs> and it, it blows me away. You're acting like the entire surface of it is somehow touch sensitive. There are two tiny prongs and you have to touch them both to turn it on or off. I know. And Kim was like this, on off, on off, on off, on off. Like, like a thousand why fucking times. Keep doing... I know. And I was like, would you stop touching the fucking switch? And you're like, what? This switch. Hold it by the <laughs> other end and you can't... What? On off, on off, on off. She's running her own fucking strobe light over there. I thought there. you had to actually push it like a tap light. No, no I was touch wrong. It. I did not know. And it's it's just those two spots. You can touch it on ninety nine percent of its surface area, and nothing will happen. But now Go. I know. Good, because that was the most annoying thing ever. Remember that when we were talking on the show a couple shows ago, where we were talking about how there's things you wouldn't put up with if you're not married. That's one of them. That's one of them I'm not going to put up with, and I am married to you. Cut it out. <laughs> Charming, right? No. Okay, here's my news story. He has the touch of an impressionist master, but he prefers Game Boys to waistcoats, and he's only been painting a couple of years because he recently turned seven. But Kieran Williamson, known in the British press as Minnie Monet, is enjoying the buzz of an established artist because he just sold 33 of his paintings for a whopping $240,000 in just 30 minutes to customers who traveled to England from as far away as South Africa. Some camped outside the gallery door for two days, reports ABC News. Williamson, who's been fascinated with art since he was very young, creates works that are impressionist without being abstract and realistic without being photographic, says gallery owner Adrian Hill, who sold his work. There are many talented artists out there, but I can't think of one that's made such an impact at such a young age. As for Kieran, he attributes the beauty of his painting to his Norfolk surroundings. He likes the landscapes of his home because they've got big Norfolk skies and not too many hills or mountains. Fuck this kid. So did you see the works of art? Okay. I I thought it was going to be something ridiculous like, you know crayon line drawing no, no, no realistic no, no. without no, no. being photographic yeah they can compl- i like how they completely muddle the waters of anything this could be it looks like watercolors done by a talented seven-year-old they don't look fantastic they look good but they're watercolors to me watercolors always look kind of muddled and 
half ridiculous anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like watercolor, but I, I get it. I, I People are acting like this kid is slaving away at this art, right? Like he's, he's a fucking tortured genius. He's in his room fucking painting all day. You think he just can't see? No, I think just do the math. He sold 33 paintings. Mm-hmm. He's been painting for two years. Let's say it took him a year to get where he thought he could sell a painting. I don't think that's too unrealistic, right? A year of okay. fucking around with watercolors. In a year, he's painted 33 paintings. He paints about one every two weeks. This kid's barely even fucking doing anything. No, they just said they sold 33. They didn't say 33 out of okay. 33. What I'm saying is he's not putting a whole lot of fucking effort into this shit. He's just slapping it on paper. And you know what? He's going to be fine until the first day he thinks about what he's doing. And then he's going to be fucked. I hope he saved his money. Quit. No, you know what I'm saying? He's one of those people that has a very distinctive style. And as soon as he gets any kind of art learning at all, and he goes, well, maybe I should try. Oh, fuck. I ruined my painting. Uh, It could happen. It will. But, I mean, my first instinct when something like this happens is that they can't see very well. That's why they interpret it as impressionists, because impressionists use blobs of color yeah it's it's not that color it's not that it's the if you look at the paintings he's trying to paint realistic but he's using watercolors which automatically limits how realistic it can be right because it's watercolor you cannot be ultra precise with watercolor Mm, it's totally true it's very true it's gonna flow and fucking get all scummy and ignorant so it's no good for him i would love it if thing three made some paintings that she yeah i would love it if any one of my kids one day got out of bed and didn't cost me 20 or 30 bucks that day oh yeah that would be fucking awesome thank you i'm gonna do a favor for my friend to make a t-shirt for him oh i fucked up the t-shirt now i have to buy him a new one (laughs) yeah fuck mom i messed it up can you fix it i can't fix everything she told me all the shit that she had to do today. When she comes, she goes, well, I, a friend of mine can't finish their t-shirt, so I'm going to finish it for him. Why? And how much of your mom's work is going to get involved here? I don't know, none at all. Really? Because it looks like your mom just blew an hour working on this fucking shirt that you jacked up because you couldn't pay attention enough to paste the fucking well, letters yeah. in the right order. And now she's got to get a new one just to start all over again. But she also brought home a duffel bag that was embroidered improperly. I mean, the company put the wrong name on there. Those things Why is that you... my job to fix? Why doesn't it go back to the company to get redone? Okay, because here's what happened. It's not a mistake. Did you understand that? Oh, is this the... This is the one where the one sister started band and then she quit and her other sister took over. Oh. I told her. I told her. I said, I told her, I said, I don't think your mom's going to be able to just go ripping out embroidery and putting new embroidery in for you. I don't think that's necessarily something she's going to be able to do. Yeah. I said, I don't have an industrial strength uh, embroidery machine that can handle like heavy canvas. So anyway, Sorry. These, these child artist prodigy stories just annoy me because it's like everything else in the art world. There's there's probably 150,000 kids in the world that can paint as good as this kid can. Well, but how much are those paintings that elephant did? A million dollars. I don't know. Three quadrillion dollars. I don't know. It's just like, you know, splashes of paint. I'm, I haven't seen this kid's work, so I can't really. It's, it's okay. It. But like I said, I'm sure there's plenty of other people who paint just as well or better. They just don't have the buzz. And that's what makes this kid. That's why I hate the art world. I hate it. I hate it. Same thing as with the publishing world. I hate it. If you if you hit, happen to do the right thing at the right time, billions of dollars for the rest of you, nothing. Enjoy. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people derive pleasure just from the mere creation of the art. That's worth something. Yeah, the first 20 years when you're doing something, it's fun to just do it, and then you'd like to see a fucking paycheck. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah, but... I'm just saying. Next story. This one made me mad. 
Oh find boy! This, find this kid and fucking teach him a lesson. What of all the things to make you mad? That's what you pick. Yeah. Here, when you see stories like this, it's like to check the one the lottery four times in a row. The world is shitty. Everything is shitty right now. I, I don't need to hear these uplifting stories of other people's fantastic fucking fortunes. Wow. More pain and suffering, please. Right, Ebenezer. Bring me some stories about people that have been were impaled and then pranced around town There's for a while. There's plenty of those stories. That's what I'm saying. Bring them. I feel better about my day. Stop. Uh, here's my next story. Maybe this will perk you up a little uh, bit. I hope so. Many people fear helping a child in need in case witnesses think an attempt is being made to abduct the youngster. A UK survey suggests a total of 44% of men and 28% of women told researchers that they would be wary of helping a child for this reason. The research also suggests 79% of adults believe community spirit has weakened since they were children. All true. I believe that's true. All true. I can probably see all of it, yeah. You you show me a kid sitting on a bench somewhere crying, I'm walking right on by. I am not stupid enough to try to stop for that kid. I'm not. Because inevitably, some asshole is going to see me, see the kid crying, assume I made the kid cry. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see men being more fearful than women because women tend to have children. and They would want someone to help their child right. if their child was lost or afraid or Well, whatever. and women, for the most part, don't have the stigma that men do. That if you're anywhere near right. a kid, you're, you're 30 seconds away from touching their private parts. That's really what it feels like if you're a guy. Well, I think it's a shame that you have to second guess wanting to help someone because you're afraid of the ramifications of it. I would have to see you always blood. have to read so far into the future. Yeah, I would Ridiculous. have to I would have to see blood before I would stop and help anybody. I really would. And even then I'd be like, I'm gonna stand here and I'm gonna make a phone call. You know what I mean? I'm gonna watch the kid and I'm gonna make a phone call. I'm not gonna get within arm's reach, it ain't gonna happen. I don't know. But as far as the 79% of adults believe community spirit has weakened, absolutely. People don't know their neighbors. Yeah. We talked about this before. It is, I don't know. Everybody's pretty much on their own. People have moved too Isolated. much. Isolated. That's the problem. People have moved too much. As much as I hate where I grew up, our, our lives would be a lot easier if we didn't hadn't moved away. They would be more frustrating in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways, it'd be a lot fucking simpler. You know what I mean? Sort of. I don't in know. When you live in a small town, it's a small town politics. Everybody's up in your business all the I mean, time. I understand. Like I said, I hate that town. Don't get me wrong. But there are a lot of things that we would never have had to have dealt with if we just would have stayed oh, there. That's true. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a lot. And I think we would have been just as comfortable as we are now. We just would, it just would have been different. But the problem is, like I said, everybody moves around. You don't fucking know. And I don't, I don't necessarily want to know. You know? And as we've talked before about crimes against polite society, most of my neighbors are, are guaranteed to have made me mad sometime in the very near past. So I don't give a shit what happens. Oh, that's though. true too. Fucking assholes that live next to us that think 65 cars is the bare minimum number of cars. A family of four needs. Fuck those guys. It is getting worse. The next time I talk to my friend down at city hall, yeah, have him, have him come through and tow some that. shit. <sighs> that's just not right. So anyway, I mean, I agree. I think all this shit's fucked up. I think this is one of the things that makes a society fall apart. And I think it's one of the reasons why people are starting to go back where they came from. Lots and lots of people are leaving where they live now to go back to where they grew up. Yeah. And you know what I find interesting, though, is that people have probably a stronger sense of community online than they do in real life. 
Right. You know, you could probably name 20 or 30 people online that you speak with on a regular basis or you have lots of things in common or, and I doubt you have that many in real life. I mean, some people are total socialites, but yeah, I mean, I I don't think most people have time to have regular friends anymore. It's become things are too hectic and they're too fast paced and there's too much. There's the demands on people are too high and they just don't have time to get to other friends. It's like I was thinking about the other day. I was like, well, maybe I should try to get a hold of some of the people I used to hang out with, play games with and stuff. What's the fucking point? We're never going to have time to do anything. Yeah. Your schedules would be so different. It would be a nightmare. Yeah. It, there's just there's not any fucking point. You're the only friend I have, and you don't even like me very much. So. Stop. There we go. Well, it is frustrating for people, and I think that's one of the reasons why. I think that's one of the reasons why people get so frustrated in their relationships and stuff is because you really don't. There's no, who are you can fucking talk to. You know what I mean? That's true. Thing three will talk to you. I don't ever want to talk to Think Three again. I've, I have, Think Three has used up all the words I want to hear out of her for her oh whole my life. God. <laughs> if the average person uses 8,000 words a day, she uses 50,000 words a day. And they're the same words over and over again. I don't know how many times she'll ask me the same question. She gets like up in the morning and she decides on something she's going to ask that day. And that's the only question she fucking asks for the whole day. Smart lady. We got to stop complaining about our kids. It's a bummer. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> U.S. scientists and the National Federation of the Blind are developing a car for the blind and will present a prototype next year. The vehicle will be fitted with technology that allows a blind person to drive independently, NFB and Virginia Tech University said. Non-visual aids, including sensors indicating turns in the road via vibrating gloves. No. No. Don't. Don't. Yeah, I don't Do know. not. Don't. I understand people think this is a possibility. I'm telling you right now, it's not as easy as you think. And there's going to be some kind of hideous fucking fatality involving this thing in the very near future. Yeah, I don't really know. And that here's the thing. What if you try to teach, you know, somebody of my age how to do no. these newfangled schmangled uh, video game type control thing? Forget it. You know what I mean? Science needs to start <laughs> thinking about ways. Here, here's a tip, science. Let me let me help you with something. If you would just develop the robot eye so blind people can see, you don't need to make there robot cars. <laughs> that is probably the best way to go. Let's let's stop all this intermediate shit and try to skip to the end. Skip to the part that's actually helping society. Turning a bunch of blind people loose on the roads. This. this I shouldn't have to tell you. I shouldn't have to tell you, science. I shouldn't. Well, now, is this for people that are like... That are blind. They're people Legally blind? No. Because there's a difference blind. between legally Can't blind see. and blind. I like, scooped out by a melon baller by your abusive mother blind. Stop. Blind. Can't see. Blind. The world is black. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's... I know you guys want to have freedoms and you want to be able to do stuff. Here's a tip. Let's do this, but make it a motorcycle. Why do you think that's better? Let's minimize the damage. You, you fucking, if you're, mm. you go down on a motorcycle, the worst case, you dent my car. Right? Or they cause a major accident. Yeah, well, 
Put a sign up that says blind dude on a motorcycle. Oh, stop. I, you gotta take, you're taking a risk. Why should I have to be endangered by you cruising around in your fucking robot-guided missile? No. I'm trying uh, to be nice. I do agree that they should probably focus on trying to cure blindness. Yeah, I mean, I know they've tried even with like LASIK, which is kind of disappointing long term. LASIK is good if you get it when you're young. Like if I had been 20 when LASIK come out, I'd have been all over it. You know what I mean? But as you get a little bit older, you just have to constantly get it corrected. And I just don't think it's worth the trouble. Yeah. Sooner or later, they'll come up with something. A bionic eye. Or I'll be able to scoop the eyes of young people out and plant them oh, in my own head. Yeah, Why not? It'll be like Repo Man. That's gross. Give me your fucking eye hole. Yeah, that'd be nice. It would give us a use for our children. Your eyes. We need them. Yeah, at least they have pretty ones. Two of them are blue like mine. Not anymore. I don't know why you got eyes like mine. Your jeans got in there and fucked everything up. Sorry, man. Yeah, there's stories over there. Why don't we make guns for blind people while we're at it? Why not? Stop. You know what else I'd like to see? Buses, buses driven by hootards. Why not? Load them up. What? Stop it. I'd also like to see crazy people in the military. I mean, like batshit crazy. Scratching at your own skin. Seeing fucking dragons coming out of the sky crazy. Give them a gun. Drop them somewhere nice. Somewhere sandy. I kind of think that probably does happen. No, it doesn't. I bet it does. I bet it does not. You would hear about it all over the fucking place. No, they like to keep that kind of stuff secret. If you turn crazy boy loose in fucking Baghdad and he was chopping people's heads off and stacking them up with pictures of his cock on their forehead, you'd hear about it. No. I'm just saying. You can't hide that kind of shit for very long. Though it sounds like we're about to get out of Iraq. Did you see that? I'll believe it when I see it. I think Barry's going to cut and run. Keep talking about it. I think he's going to cut and run. Yeah, we'll see. I think as you get closer and closer to the second election, he's going to cut and fucking run. He's going to go, you know what? I'm bringing everybody home. Fuck it. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, any other stories? I don't. All right. So they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Come here, boobs. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget to juice me with blueberry.com. Follow us for our podcast, LA.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Feed is going to change soon. I, I mean it this time. I mean it. The feed is changing soon. By September, you better be fucking paying attention. That's all I'm saying. All right, Kim. Not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. <laughs>